0: This is Girls no Nostalgia. Welcome. Don't mic for Welcome to the first ever episode of Growth Nostalgia. I'm your host, Yesenia, aka Yesi, if you're close to me. Um, You can also call me Yes, whatever you prefer. But thank you so much for tuning into our very first or my very first episode of Growth Nostalgia. Um, This journey has taken uh, like a long time to get here. Um, This idea started probably last year, but it didn't start to take form until um, January of this year. So, i 'm um, so grateful to have finally had a moment and all these ideas come together and really, it takes a village to start something um, i 've had to tap into a lot of resources and thank God for my fiance Anthony because he has a crazy amount of resources that i 'm able to tap into and i 'm just so grateful for that so Anyway, thank you so much for coming, um, for listening to the first episode of Growth Nostalgia. Um, This uh, podcast will be explained to you today. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about what you can expect, the different segments, um, what some of the potential guests will be in the future and what you can expect from them and just kind of break it down to you today. Um, but before I break it down, I just want to kind of let you guys in to me and my life and tell you a little bit about my story and um, how, um, I don't know, I kind of started this podcast and where I've come. And if I'm new to you, then maybe just give you a little bit of a background so you can get familiar with me and um, you know, feel comfortable listening to my story and understanding my story. If you hear. Um, the city, you know, I live in Los Angeles. So if you hear um, the choppers, the Ghetto Bird, um, any sirens, anything like that, just know I'm in the city. I live very close to downtown LA. So you might hear a little something I hear it right now. So, you know, it is what it is. You got to go with the flow. Um, Like I said, my name is Yesenia. I am from the Inland Empire. That's the IE, um, San Bernardino County. um, That's where I grew up. I was born in Montebello, so uh, I was actually, I grew up in Montebello, I was born in East L.A., Um, grew up there for a few years, my parents bought a home in Bloomington, California, which is the Inland Empire, Um, from there, I went to high school there, went to Bloomington High, um, made a lot of connections, made a lot of friends, Um, and then a few years ago, um, my fiance and I decided to move to L.A., you know, and it was just time to go on a journey for, for essentially to grow because the IE just wasn't giving me what I, what I was really, really hungry for. So that's how I ended up here. Um, some of you might know me from another podcast called Women's Wave. Uh, Women's Wave was a podcast that was female centric. It was about women. Um, we shared our experiences. We had lots of guests, um, in which, you know, these women, they were extraordinary to us. Um, there are some amazing women in our community and these women have done amazing things. They shared a little bit about what, you know, who they were, um, what types of projects they were working on. Um, and you know, we talked about all kinds of issues and that was really fun. Um, shout out to Erica, shout out to Eleanor, shout out to Jamie, Lisa, and Vida. Um, I know they're all killing it in their own ways and I'm just so proud of everybody. Um, cause I feel like women's wave was just kind of like, uh, a stepping stone for all of us and kind of pushed us to go down the route that we were always meant to go down but women's wave was so um just it, it, it was just so necessary especially for me for my growth I wouldn't be doing growth nostalgia if it wasn't for women's wave so I'm just really grateful and thankful for those ladies um and so um before I jump in let me give you a little bit more background about who I am and so as you know I'm from the IE Um, live in LA. Um, My name's Yesenia, and um, by the name, you can probably guess I'm Latina. Yes, I'm Latina. I am Mexican. My parents are immigrants. Um, They came for a better life, um, for the American dream. They became citizens when I was about four years old and, um, you know, have worked really, really hard for the things that they have. Um, And, because my parents are immigrants, there's a lot of things that come with the Latino community, the culture. Um, And that's a lot of thing, a lot of different issues that we'll definitely touch on. Um, I think one of the big issues that I'm finding right now that is really resonating with me is just um, like kind of being afraid all the time. And, um, you know, my mom and my dad came from a place where as immigrants you were always afraid to get fired or you were treated badly because you didn't know your rights and you didn't think you had rights and so that's something that resonates with me and kind of really irritates me because i'm just the opposite of being scared i'm just not ever scared i mean i'm scared but i'm not afraid because i feel like there's justice and i feel like what justice is it should just be you know if it's if it's not fair it shouldn't be and so that's just part of me but we'll talk a little bit about it um i'm the oldest of two other siblings they're both boys i'm the only girl in my family you can imagine what that's like automatically put into a leadership role also being the only woman the only girl that was also very interesting um very you know sheltered and very protected I was um always put into sports and different activities, which I actually was really, really, really grateful to my parents for because um not only did it keep me out of trouble um it just it just taught me a lot of discipline, it taught me teamwork, it taught me how to work with others and it just taught me the value of of these different just it's 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 kind of like being in the workplace like things that you can work you you learn at work, you kind of learn in sports. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really grateful for that. I'm just really glad I didn't, I stayed out of trouble and, you know, I could have definitely gotten, gotten down the wrong, the wrong path. Um, but yeah, one other significant thing that I'm sure that I'll get into is, you know, the challenges I faced as a first gen student. Um, once I graduated from high school, um, I wasn't really equipped with the tools to be able to, going to college, even though I had good grades, I never had a, you know, a counselor that a counselor in high school that was really, really guiding me and helping me and helping me understand. And I felt like I just didn't ask enough questions or I didn't try hard enough, but yeah, maybe that's a little bit of my mistake, but really I didn't have anybody helping and guiding me as my parents were, you know, immigrants. They had no idea, um, what I was supposed to do. And I didn't have anybody else in my life, um, pushing me and asking the right questions and pushing me to ask those questions. I just felt like I was, I should have known, I should know this stuff. And I felt stupid asking. So, um, you know, that was definitely a disadvantage and because I had the good grades, but I didn't have those, those tools to be able to, you know, apply for schools on time, fill out my FAFSA correctly, just different things like that. Um, I ended up, at a community college I ended up at Riverside Community College and um, it took me a lot longer to finish school than I had hoped but um, in the end I you know did it I figured it out and honestly if I could do it anybody could do it Um, honestly too (laughs) the hardest part about school isn't even the classes it's literally like everything else the FAFSA the you know making sure you're into in the right classes you know being you know just those types of things are like the hardest parts especially as a first gen so those those things are things that will probably come up and um you know we'll talk about um something else that I think is important to know about me is that um in my first relationship in high school I had a had a boyfriend from the ages of 16 to 20 and I um, experienced psychological abuse. Um, I experienced somebody just putting me down and trying to make me feel like I was nothing without them. And I think because of that, I have a special place in my heart for women that um, experienced domestic violence because honestly, that relationship could have gotten so bad and it could have been something really, really ugly. But thank God that I was strong enough and smart enough to get out of that relationship At a young age, and I was able to see all of the wrong in that relationship, and become a stronger person, and never going down that route ever again. Thank, thank God that I had parents that um, made me feel confident in myself. That I knew that the things that this person was telling me were lies, and also I pray for that person because. The reason why he was doing those things is because he was hurt and he probably saw that in his his home and you know that's really really sad as well so um in retrospect I know he's a victim and I'm a victim and um it sucks but I forgive him because I just I we were just kids and it sucks and it's horrible that that happened but it made me better it made me more compassionate for other you know women and people experiencing those types of things and it made me sad for the other person too like what did they go through to then have this pain and want to give it to somebody else right because hurt people hurt people so definitely sucked but I'm here I am definitely experienced a lot of shitty relationships I'm not gonna lie I had a lot of like just looking to men to make me feel like Better. And, and I thought that a relationship was making one another happy. I didn't understand like self-love. I didn't understand why people said you have to love yourself first. I didn't get that. And I think that um, I was kind of forced to learn that lesson. And it was, you know what, amazing because it put me on this journey to, to a spiritual, on, it put me on a spiritual path. And it also put me on a journey to learn about who I am and get comfortable by myself so that whenever I was ready to be in a relationship I was just 100% cool with being me not worried about if I had a man or not like just doing me and when you're confident in yourself and you accept yourself you attract somebody who loves you and accepts you and is down for you and you know through all that crap I met um my fiance Anthony and Thank, you know, thank goodness that he came along and he was he was just a friend to me at first. And he was my he was like my best friend, you know, and he we, you know, grew a relationship out of a friendship. And I think that's probably the best foundation I could ever have in a relationship. You know, we are always cracking jokes. We're always making each other smile and laugh. And it's fun. It's (laughs) my relationship is really fun and I'm thankful, and it's, you know, we, we go through things, we have, you know, our ups and downs, and, you know, um, we have our own issues, because when you come into a relationship, you both have stuff that you bring into the relationship, you know, and, um, Yeah, it. it, You know, we're working on it. We're we're not perfect, but we love each other, and we're willing, and we're and that's the key. When you're willing, right? You know that you're not perfect, but you recognize that sometimes you make mistakes, and you say, "Yeah, I made that mistake. You know, I'm sorry, and I'm gonna work on it." And as long as you're willing to work on it, then you have a relationship. When the person is like, "Nah, I'm not gonna work on it, and I don't wanna, I don't care. Like, it is what it is. Like, take it or leave it." that's when the relationship is over. So I am just really blessed with an awesome partner who's always willing to, um, to hear me out and to work hard at our relationship. And, um, it's just amazing. So, all right. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, one other thing. I work at USC. I live in LA with my fiance, Anthony. Um, and I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about the definition of growth nostalgia once I get and before I get into this the first segment because I want to make sure that I explain everything um about the podcast um before you know you guys diving dive into the first real episode when I interview my first guest but um yeah so before we jump into the first segment let me explain what growth nostalgia is um I was very very intentional when I when I chose those words, I really love those words. And I think that, um, those words, like, I think sometimes when people like it, I think that when people hear that, those, that word growth nostalgia, they're like, huh? Or like, Oh, okay. Like, mm, what are you trying to, you know, where are you going with this? But basically the reason why I chose these words, the first word growth was because I was just really drawn to this word. Cause growth to me, I when I think about growth I think about plants I think about a tree I think about a sprout growing into something and I'm re- I really identify with the sprout because I feel like I'm I'm still there's still so much of me that needs that is going to grow I I still don't know what I'm going to become I have ideas and I have aspirations and I work hard to get to where I want to be but at the end of the day like I really don't know um exactly what you know what's gonna come of my life because I because none of us do like let's just keep it real um we're it's literally like you're figuring it out one day at a time and even when you got it all figured out some shit happens and the universe is like nah, just kidding bitch so <laughs> so you know but I'm really really drawn to the word growth I'm really drawn to green and the reason why I chose that as well is because I just I feel like growth is just a part of life that's a never-ending thing um some people i think become discouraged when they f- think about growth and how it's a never ending journey but to me it actually gives me comfort because it lets me know that i'm always going to become a better and better be- and better person um because i'm constantly striving to become a better version of myself and it feels good honestly to sit here and say like i'm better than the person i was yesterday like yesterday I was cool, but like today I'm a little bit cooler. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying because I'm working on it and I'm not perfect and I'll never be. And I'm cool with that because I'm, I make mistakes and I got to remind myself, like I'm a freaking human being, but I I just feel good to know that like tomorrow I'm going to be a better version of myself and I'm going to treat the people I love better and I'm going to love them better and I'm going to support them better and I'm going to do my job a little bit better. That's, comfort so that's the reason why I chose the word growth um also because we're going to be talking about different stages in our life and how we've grown um our guests are going to be talking about the ways that they've they've grown but we'll get to that that when we get into those segments um the reason why I chose the word nostalgia was because um we're going to share our experiences so I'm going to be sharing experiences my guests are going to be sharing their experiences they're going to be talking about what they've gone through and how they gotten to where they are and where they where they want to go and nostalgia is just like a sentiment it's like a feeling of like like you know of, of a memory um and you just like sometimes it's a sad and happy feeling and um yeah i just really like that word another reason why i chose the word nostalgia is because i'm just going to keep it real with you I'm a Frank Ocean fan, and his first mixtape was called um, Nostalgia Ultra. So (laughs) there's that. And I'll probably talk about Frank Ocean every single episode, and I really don't care. And if you got a problem with that, then bye, Felicia. Anyway, let's jump into the first segment. So what's good? So during this segment, the first segment called What's Good, um, every week I'm going to be checking in with you and talking a little bit about um, just what go- what's going on with me, um, you know, what's good, what's not so good, what I'm struggling, struggling with, what um, changes I want to make, um, what's on my goals, you know, my list of goals for this month. Um, I'll talk about all of that because, you know, I shared a little bit about myself in the beginning of the podcast. But it's also important for me to always kind of share a little bit about what's going on because I think, um, and we and everybody says this, but it's true. You know, your Instagram and like what people see is only the good part of your life, and it's great. You know, like I love to take a good selfie. But at the same time, it's not realistic. And there's a lot of, you know, shit that we all deal with behind closed doors. And so it's really, really important for me to be, trans- be transparent with you um, and let you know a little bit about my life and what I'm going through. Um, because I just want to keep it real with you. You know, Keeping it real with you is important to me. Um, if I don't keep it real with you, this shit is fake and I'm doing this for nothing. And that's not the way, that's not my style. Um, so I'm going to just keep it real the way Jay-Z keeps it real. Cause he says real, recognize real and you're looking familiar. So if you, if you feel what I feel, if you feel what I'm saying, then you know, you keeping it real too. So let me tell you a little bit about what's going on right now. Um, in my life, um, we can start with the good. The good in my life right now is You know, I've been living in LA almost four years. It'll be four years in November and I just feel extremely, extremely blessed, um, that I live here. I live in a city where there's so many things at my fingertips. I can go out and do whatever. The funny thing about that is that I could do whatever, but I'm literally in my apartment because I enjoy doing my own thing and like just watching some Netflix and chilling out. Um, But at the same time, I think it's awesome that I have lots of culture and lots of um, opportunity and um, experiences at my fingertips. And so I'm just really grateful for that. I don't know if living in L.A. will be a forever thing. I would love to um, own a home in L.A. County. Um, Homes are ridiculously expensive in L.A., um, but I'm hopeful um so we'll see what happens um but i'm gonna really enjoy this while it lasts and so i love living in la i just really really enjoy it um another thing that's great is that anthony and i are engaged um he proposed to me in march um it's now july and so um yeah that's really exciting that's really really exciting he did such an amazing job with the proposal um honestly, I feel really grateful. I feel like if I could have, if I could have like, you know, planned it myself or like wish for like the perfect engagement, um, or proposal, I mean, I couldn't have, I, it wouldn't have been as good as what he did. And I'm just really, really lucky because he, he, well, one thing is like, he's just a planner. He's just like, he, He likes to plan. He has a idea, his vision and his ideas and his mind, and he has a lot of resources, so he's able to execute them. Um, But he did such a good job. He had both of our families there. He had his brother, um, you know, film, I mean, uh, take pictures, document the whole thing as well. Um, It was just really amazing. And then he also did it at Echo Park Lake, which is a place that we spend a lot of time at, which is he, Echo Park Lake is really close to where we live, and it's a place that we just kick it at with our homies and just like have a few beers and just have a lot of good conversation. We've made a lot of memories there, and it's just a beautiful place to be, you know. And um, it's just crazy that it had been raining so much this year, earlier this year, and that was like the first warm, beautiful day of the, the year, I feel. And it just happened to be the day that he punched all of this. And anyway, it was amazing. It was perfect. And I couldn't have hoped for anything better. Also that night, my friend surprised, surprised me at a bar where, um, you know, as Anthony and I walked in, they played the cover of, um, it's the, it's the Aaliyah song. I think it's like the, at your best, you are love song. Um, but it was the Frank Ocean cover. So as soon as we walked in, that was playing. And, like I said, we love, I love Frank Ocean. Anthony does too. That's part of our relationship. One of the reasons why I feel like we're together or like something that got us together or closer is Frank Ocean. We both love Frank Ocean, but, um, yeah. Um, Eleanor, man, Eleanor is freaking. she, she would know. And she's like, you need to play this when they walk in. She like that song isn't even like out like that. I think it's like on YouTube. So she had to like put it on like to like a song version so that the like mp3 i don't know what the hell you call it but so that the dj can play it and it was pretty ridiculous it was pretty crazy um but it was amazing so all of our friends surprised us they all fucking acted like they were busy and you know they did a great job so i'm just really blessed with amazing people in my life um another thing that's good is that um we finally got our wedding venue and uh, the date for our wedding. We're going to be getting married next June, um, and that's really exciting. I'm starting the wedding planning process, little things here and there, and um, the vision is to is there. I have the vision. I have like more or less the decorations um, ideas for um, like I know what I'm, we're going to do for food, for appetizers, um, all kinds of little things, and it's just really exciting because it's all coming together and. Anthony and I are both in agreement. One thing that sucks about wedding planning is that people people want to have an opinion and um it's a fucking annoying because it's not your wedding like I don't know. I just feel like if somebody's having it's if somebody's getting married and I want to give them money f- for that, I'm talking about our parents and other people, but like, if I was on the other side and I was like, okay, you're getting married, here's like whatever, this amount of money, do you? Like, I wouldn't be like, yo, do this, like, you need to do this, because guess what? I'm not fucking getting married, you are. Anyway, it's a whole, wedding planning has opened up a whole can of worms, and we'll talk about that later too. Um, one thing, another thing that's really good is that Anthony and I have been in therapy for about, I think like eight months like couples counseling, couples therapy. And, um, it's really helped our relationship and gotten us to a place where we can communicate in that fight the way that we once had. Um, cause it's always the same fights. You always have the same fights. And so you got to get to the root of the issue. And like I said earlier, like you all come, you know, you both come into a relationship and you both have your shit. And, um, it's just really important to like, Talk about your shit and like work your own shit out because a lot of times, like, you're just getting pissed off about you're getting pissed off, um, about issues that come up because basically your partner's making you feel the way your parents made you feel or somebody made you feel when you were a kid, so you're not really pissed off at them, you're just pissed off at the way that they made you feel. So, there's just so much there, but therapy has been very helpful and useful to us. Every time we leave there, we just feel really like at peace and just feel like, like happier and just more connected. And just like, we have moments of like, damn, like, that's what that was like, damn, I'm sorry. Like I'm on your side. I'm on your team. So it's amazing to have that. And the final thing that I'm going to say that is really amazing in my life right now is that I have, I just have really good people in my life. Although like I fight, I'm fighting with my family right now and we'll get to that. Um, I love my family. I'm really blessed and I know I'm fortunate. I know a lot of people don't have what I have and I'm really grateful for it. I have amazing friends. I have amazing people that really care for me. Um, I have a lot of friends, but I keep a really small circle of like close friends. That's just my style and that's just how I am. Um, I love a lot of people, but at the same time, I'm just like, it's hard for me to open up sometimes to people. So I I keep like a really small circle of close, close friends. But my friends are really amazing. I also have amazing coworkers. The people that I work with are really just just really cool people, man. They make my my workday just a pleasure. It's fun. It's we crack jokes all day, fuck around. You know, in the morning we have we call it the view, which is just us, you know, talking about what happened over the weekend. You know, which one of our um, partners pissed us off and like what happened and just you know it's time to vent it out and then just let it go. And so I'm really grateful for that. Um, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about what's not going so good right now in my life. Um, right now, I just feel really unhappy and unfulfilled within my career. So I'm, tra- I'm trying to figure that out. Um, I enjoy working with students, but not at the capacity that I'm working with students right now, I feel like I can do more. And I don't know if if I really wanna work in education anymore. Like, I just have no clue I think that part of my journey, and the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I'm trying to figure that out. I also just love talking to people and love hearing people's issues and just helping them, you know, get to the root. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a freaking therapist by any means, but I'm I'm definitely a cheerleader and I love to make people feel like guess what? It's not impossible. You can figure this out. Like you got this, you got the tools, you can do this. And if you don't got the tools, you have resources to figure those tools out. Like I just feel like everybody should have somebody in their life that's trained them on and making them feel like they can do what they think that they can't do. Because guess what? Nothing's impossible. And I've gone through so much crap and I seriously never thought I'd get through certain things. and somehow, some way, like, you know, like I've gotten through them and I, I just, I feel like people need to have a positive, um, person in their life or somebody telling them like, Hey, you got this, you could do this. So I just, I, you know, maybe through this podcast or whatever, I can explore that. But, um, work does not, work is not fun right now. I'm not really hyped on it. Um, another thing that's bad is that my mom and I have been, really fighting a lot lately, and um like I said, wedding planning has really opened up a can of worms so um we've been we've been you know not getting along and i'm I've stopped and reflected um, my mom texted me like a week ago and she's like, I'm sorry I didn't answer the phone well, first of all, it was in Spanish, so that's what she said she but uh, you know if you don't speak Spanish it's fine I'll give you hints if you do speak Spanish. I'll, I'll let you know a little bit about what she, what you, she really said, but she's like, "Disculpe, pero um, no te contesté porque no, no quiero hablar contigo." I'm like, "Okay, mom." So basically, she's like, "I'm sorry, but I didn't answer the phone because I don't want to. I don't want to speak with you." And she's like, "Please respect my wishes." <laughs> it's, everything in Spanish is so much more dramatic, so it's kind of funny. But she's like, "Please respect my wishes." She's like, "I don't need somebody always pointing out." pointing out every single one of my flaws. And then she's like, um, God bless you or whatever. Um, and I'm like, damn, like we got into like a little fight before that, but we had like, I've, I've just been like picking at her and just like, just having no patience with my mom because she's my mom and your parents are going to irritate you because literally you've been around them all your life and so the patience that you have with regular people like you just don't have them with people that are in your life all the time constantly so it's like difficult so after she said that I was like you know what I had already been thinking this but I'm like you know what we need space I talk to my mom every day after work because I'm not at home anymore and I know she misses me but am I really doing her a favor by calling her every day, is that good to call somebody every day when you're already irritated by them? Like, no, that's not helping anybody. So I took a step back and I texted her back and I told her, Hey, like, I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. I didn't want to upset you. You know, I want us to have a good relationship. Um, and you know, I'm sorry. And then the next day <laughs> she, she texts me right before I got off work. And she's like, Oh, you can call me if you want. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, but after reflecting, I was like, listen, I text my mom, I'm like, you know what, I think we need a break, I think we need some space, I'm tired of fighting with you, I'm tired of being, you know, not the nicest person to you, I'm not being the best version of myself to you, so I think we just need some time, I will talk to you at the end of the week, I I love you, I want us to be good, and I hope you have a good week, and she's like, okay, cool, so I didn't talk to her for a week, and I mean, I still feel like I haven't had the space that I really need, I called her yesterday. Um, I didn't call her today. I'm not trying to call her every day. I'm trying to give us the space, but I'm trying not to say anything negative to her. Um, Latinos, we, we come from a culture where everything that comes out of our mouth is negative and just not nice. We're always criticizing each other instead of lifting each other up. And I definitely have that part in me that was taught from my parents and I don't like it. And I'm trying to break that cycle. So, you know. I'm working on it. If it's something that, you know, I feel the need to say, but it's not nice and it's not going to help the situation, I need to learn to just shut up and not say anything. And that's the hardest part about me is I always feel like I have to say something. I always feel like if it's true, I have to say it. And you know what? I I have to learn not to be like that. And so anyway, that's what's going on in my life. Lots of stuff, good and bad. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm really, really grateful and I'm really blessed Um, so yeah, let's jump into the second segment. Damn. 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 So during this part of the show, we're going to be talking to our guest. Um, the reason why the segment's called damn is because some of these people that I talk to that are people in my lives, have just the craziest life stories. And I just feel like, well, God, like, I don't even know what to say sometimes. I'm just like very... taken taken aback like you've gone through some shit and you don't even realize it but it's like because we all go through shit like little shit here and there like some shit here and maybe some shit when you were 21 maybe some shit when you were 16 but when you put it all together it's like you've been through some shit dude like damn (laughs) so during this part of the show um a guest will be uh you know joining us and they're going to be sharing um their story. Um, and they're going to be talking about, you know, what they've been through, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then they're going to be telling us, you know, where they are now and also maybe what they have, you know, what they're working on and what's next for them. Um, I think like a question that's like, sounds really cliche, but I think it's really important is, um, defining success. I think, um, learning about what, uh somebody thinks success is, you know, what their definition of success will tell you a lot about a person. And so during the segment, um some you know, our guests are gonna tell us about their definition of success success. Um whether that's, you know, having a family, and owning a house, having your own business, being your own boss you know, um, living in an apartment with your dog or living in an apartment with your cat, but having your own business, whatever, whatever it is, having a lot of Instagram followers, whatever success means to you, like, I just want to hear what these different people believe success is because everybody has different things in their life, different people in their life, different circumstances, and they are all driven by different things. Um, and that, that goes into the next question, which is, you know, what drives a lot of people, you know, what is it that you know makes you want to do what you do what help you know why do you wake up every morning why do you why do you keep going you know what's your motivation um it's a lot of times it's people in our life a lot of times it's um i don't know you know there's something that you want and and you just have to just you know whether it's money whatever um but i think those questions are important to ask um, but yeah, during seg- segment two, damn, we're gonna be talking to our guests and we're gonna hear some crazy stories. And I just feel like it's important for people to hear stories from regular people, but these regular people that are actually really extraordinary, and they might look ordinary, and you know, from you know, what growing up, or they they might have had moments of being ordinary, but in all actuality. Where they are now, and you know how they got there. They're really just amazing people, and it's important to um, share their story. And also for me to let them know, like, hey, I think you're amazing. So the people that I have on the show are going to be some awesome people. Um, and then I'll probably venture out and, and talk to people that aren't that as close to me because I definitely need more than a few guests. Um, I need a lot of guests, and I need to make sure that I'm telling lots of stories, not just the ones that. I'm really, really close to, um, and so that's segment two. Let's jump into segment three. Uh, what? So during segment three, um, which is it, what, um, <laughs> um, we're going to be, um, reading, because we're going to be reading guest questions, listener questions as well. So, um, this is an opportunity for our listeners to write in questions for the guests. And um so whatever, you know, depending on the guests, they are gonna have different questions. And so my first guest will be Amph, which is my fiance Anthony. And he, so for example, he um is somebody who um currently works for a clothing brand called Rip and Dip. Um, but he never went to college. He doesn't you know, school was not his jam. Um, and so there probably might be questions regarding how do you do that? Like, how did you get there? You know, so those types of questions will be the types of questions he, he might get. I mean, there might be some other random questions that you get, you'll get. Um, so, you know, questions for the guests. Um, also, listener questions. So, you know, if listeners have questions for me about what I have going on too, and what, you know, how do I get you know get through certain things or just advice for anything? I love giving advice. I love listening to people's problems like I like that shit. um I don't like that people have problems, but I like to help to solve them, so I'm down with that since Anthony's gonna be my first guest, maybe if you guys have questions about relationships and how you know you figure certain things out, I'm down to answer those questions, and it'll be interesting to hear what Anthony says as well, so that'll be a cool opportunity to. And so, um, yeah, we'll just have an opportunity for the listeners to be able to send questions. You know, they'll be able to, you'll be able to comment on Instagram photos or send me DMs or whatever, however you want to ask my, ask questions. Um, and we'll answer them on here. Also, you can talk about, like I said, relationships, careers, um, life, family, first gen bullshit, um, Latino uh, culture, um, just anything that you guys want to talk about. That I feel that I may be able to give you know some some good some good stuff to give you some good advice. Um, I'm not a professional. I just want to put that out there. I'm not a professional. Obviously, I'm not like a therapist or or like uh, an MFT or anything like that. I just I speak from my experiences and I just love to share my knowledge. And I just, like I said, I love hearing problems because I like to help to solve them. And I just feel like you can do it, man. (laughs) Whatever bullshit you're going through or whatever obstacle that is in front of you, like you can get through it. Trust me, like we got this and yeah. So that's what um, the segment three will be. It'll be questions for the guests, questions for me, questions about different issues or things you guys want to talk about and that's pretty much that. So let's get into segment number four. Yo talk that talk. During segment four talk that talk um, we're going to be talking about current events. So it could be anything from music, movies, entertainment, crazy laws that are being passed, um, crazy bullcrap that's going on with the president, DT. Yeah. Um, um, we could talk about Lion King is coming out. We can talk about that. Toy Story, I haven't seen it. We can talk about that. Um, we could talk about how Euphoria is a freaking trip. Yo, why did Zendaya, what is, what is her name, Zendaya? What the hell is her name? I don't even know. I'm just going to call her Rue because that's her character on um, Euphoria. But why the hell was there an episode where Rue pretty much explains what a good dick pic is versus a bad dick pic and it has nothing to do with the actual size or whatever i'm just what the fuck man like i just feel like somebody should have warned me that was that it was gonna be like that like what you know i didn't know i didn't what you know anthony's right next to me and i felt like, like you know that's a little awkward but anyway um so we can talk about whatever is going on any current events that are going on um It'll probably be a really way a really easy way to go from segment three to segment four because if there's something that is currently going on that you guys want to talk about, that you have a question about, or you want to say your opinion about, um, then you can talk about that and that'll lead right into segment four. Um, also, I just want to say that I still want to have a conversation about Igor because I freaking love that album and I don't care if it came out two months ago and you think this is irrelevant. Like, no, I want to have a conversation with somebody about it. I freaking love it. Maybe I'll we'll talk about it with Anthony next episode. Although I have a feeling that's not going to happen because I don't think he cares that as much as I do because I freaking love that album. But maybe, you know what? Maybe Erica will talk to me about that on episode three. Ooh, did I just, did I just give away who the, okay. So I guess I just spoiled it. I mean, I really don't care. Like you can know episode three will probably be Erica Mo because that's my girl. And she's fucking shining out here. She's out here fucking shining, living her best life. DK gang, baby. Just kidding. I just, I don't know. You'll figure, you'll know what that means. But anyway, that's the show. I broke down, um, you know, each segment. I told you a bit about me. I told you what this podcast is about. I talked probably way too much. Whatever. It is what it is. Take it or leave it. Yeah. I hope you listen to the next episode. But anyway, Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode, Growth Nostalgia, the introduction episode. I I really hope that you'll tune in to the next episode, the next full length real episode with our first guest, Anthony Garcia, aka AF, aka my roommate, <laughs> aka my fiance. Um, he works for Rip and Dip, and he used to work for the Quiet Life, um, both clothing brands. And he currently is doing his own his own thing, man. He has apartment three fourteen. Um, he's killing it, doing his own brand and I'm just so proud of him and his vision. And he's just, he's so motivated right now and just taking initiative and he just has so many great ideas. So I'm really, really excited for you guys all to listen to, to, to tune in, to listen to his story. Even some of his friends might not know some of his story. So I think it's going to be really fun to hear, um, what he has to say. So send in your questions for Amph, um, questions about just whatever you want to ask him. Also, send in your questions for me and send in your questions about, um, you know, current events or tell me your opinion about something. Tell me your opinion on an album or something and I don't know, whatever. Just tell me what you want to talk about and we'll talk about it. Make sure to follow us on IG, Growth Period Nostalgia. That's G-R-O-W-T-H period N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Um, Growth Nostalgia is recorded in Los Angeles, California. Intro and outro music done by Damar Davis. Uh, follow him on Instagram as well if you'd like, Damar Period Davis. That's D A M a r period d a v i s also support him stream his latest project native son it's available on all platforms even title because i'm a title girl um, growth nostalgia logo is created by adam gonzalez um, you can follow him on um, adam gonz underscore that's a d a m g o n z underscore thank you guys so much for listening i hope you listen to the next one um, hit me up on ig have a good one bye